The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, I'm Charles Stanton. I'm on the faculty of the Honors College of UNLV and the Boyd School of Law. Hi, I'm Gabriella Tam. I'm a fourth-year accounting student. And welcome to... Social Justice. Social Justice. A Conversation. A Conversation. Well, good evening, everybody. We're back, me and Gabriella Tam. We, mm-hmm. have, we have a huge plate load of goodies for you today. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving feast. And um, we have just so many things to talk about. Um, I wish more of them were pleasant. But I guess if everything was perfect, she wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be here either. <laughs> we have a whole meal. <laughs> a whole meal. A whole meal of mayhem, yes. Um, so we're going to try to start out this week with, uh, I say, a disturbing, uh, a disturbing article. Um, but nothing that's been hidden from public view is the exodus out of Congress of so many people, people yeah. in the House of Representatives, people in the Senate who are leaving and it's really interesting, and, and Gabriella can, can get into this after, after I say a couple of words. It was always the ideal that you would want to be in the Congress. Yeah. It was a huge thing to be a, in the House of Representatives or to be in mm-hmm. the Senate. And the place, the social order of the place has so disintegrated. Common courtesy, respect, all the things that people strive to work for so they can produce uh, you know successful outcomes is gone. Uh, you know you can't get bills passed. Uh, you have urgencies about the budget and people just leave Washington. they don't show up for meetings. I mean it's I don't know what to say anymore. It's like it's it makes us feel hopeless like the public you know like if the people in the Senate and the House of Representatives, are feeling so hopeless that nothing's going to get done and they're leaving because of it. How do, how do they expect to, like, that? how do they expect that will make us feel, you know? Yeah. Like, we're not getting bills passed out. Our country isn't adapting, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not seeing any changes. Right. And, like, we've, like, talked about on the podcast before, we're going back in time. Yeah. And that's so crazy. Yeah. Well, I think I think that the crisis of confidence in our country has to do with the loss of faith in the institutions. Yeah. I think it's directly related, um, certainly um, politically, uh, certainly industrially, industrially with corporations. Mm-hmm. You know, people who, um, you know, you believed in a certain company or you believed in a certain product. Um, you find out that the product is unsafe you find out that they covered it up for years. So, 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 so that's part of it. It was very interesting uh, to listen to, uh, it was a, I guess it was an interview with Pope Francis. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of shocking to me because, you know, Pope Francis is the Pope. So, you know, he, he has to deal with the different churches in yeah. the different countries. And he said, he said the church in America is all about money. He says it's not about it's not about Christ. It's not about any of those things. Isn't that that's so sad? I, I'm listening to that. I said, "Whoa!" That's it's like specifically America too. It's not like his other churches. He has to like take care of. It's like yeah. no, the like Catholic Church in or in America 
is about money. Yeah. All and, about money. Yeah, and it's interesting how he's he's dismissed or 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 or, or uh, um, put put out to pasture basically a couple of the cardinals who were uh, in major cities. Uh-huh. Um, but it's interesting, you know, uh, you know, when you go to church today, it's interesting that um, like in this city, of course, we get a lot of the tourist population yeah. who will go, who'll go to mass. But what's interesting is how few regular people in that community still go to church. Yeah, you know, and you know, I, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not just um, in the Catholic faith. It's I'm sure it's in the Jewish faith. I'm sure it's in in all the faiths, basically. Yeah. Um, I was we were I was actually talking about this in one of my other classes on. Um, Monday where it was like you there's so many like kids or people my age who don't want to be involved with religion anymore and we think it's because like we didn't really have a choice Mm -hmm. and so but we still you know formed our own opinion about it and we didn't like what we saw so that's why I think people my age are kind of avoiding going to church or avoid going to mass or Avoid like going to like synagogue, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's true. I mean, uh, the thing, of course, is that in life, um, you have to maintain your ethics and you have to maintain your morality. Yeah. And and all those things. So, a lot of what you see is against that. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the strength, the character to do the right thing and pray and do all the rest of those things um, apart from the institution. Yeah. Even though the institution has failed, you can't let the institution bring you down. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, do things that are wrong because, you know, you've uh, seen all their misdeeds. It's interesting, you know, that um, we're seeing, uh, we talk about politics and we talk about the church. Yeah. Yeah. but you talk about the Boy Scouts, that's another one. Mm-hmm. You talk about, uh, uh, you know, the um, uh, Gymnastics Federation, yeah. you know, and all these things. And uh, I think people are very disillusioned, Yeah. you know. And now, like, if you're, if you're a parent uh, and your daughter or son wants to go into sports, uh, it's really something to think about. Yeah, you yeah. have to really be careful yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, who the coaches are and... Uh, they had a guy who was uh, uh, very successful. This was a few weeks ago. He was the coach of the University of Utah, mm-hmm. the gymnastics, uh, women's gymnastics team. And he was into all kinds of stuff. I mean, like ver- like verbally abusive, all kinds of stuff. And I'm saying to myself, like, how did this go on for so long? Yeah. And nothing was done about it. Where, where was the university? Where was the where was the athletic director, the administration, and it's it's people are indifferent though. Yeah, you know we we've, we've talked about that before, but all people care about is money. Yeah, but I remember when I used yeah I coached I coached you know junior high high school you mm-hmm. know, uh, um, the boys and girls, um, you would never get into anything like that to be abusive to somebody. To be abusive to a student or abusive to a child or a young How do you person. get to that point, right? Well, well, you get to that point basically because that's always the way you've been and nothing checked you from not doing it. Mm. 
So you went in there and you figured, well, I did this in all these other places. I'm going to do it. In, I'm going to do it with this with this team now. You know, it, it, it's 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 crazy actually. It's crazy actually. Yeah. You know, but anyway, so, so so that's one part of it. And then the other thing that's that's really interesting that also is is very uh, disturbing. Uh, topping off the, uh, what we were just talking about is like now all these cases of, of discrimination and racism against people who are Muslim or people who are Jewish. And, you know, obviously, you know, there's tons of examples. Yeah. But the, the, one of the pre prominent ones is, of course, the, the shooting of these Palestinian young men in Vermont. Okay. And, again, there's a couple of things going on there. Um, prejudice and racism uh, ultimately comes down to mass categorizing a group of people. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if, if a Jewish person does something wrong or a Palestinian person does something wrong, they're all bad. Yep. This is this misguided for, philosophy. Yeah, for some reason it only takes one, one person to change your whole... Yeah. view on a certain race exactly exactly so anyway these these young men who were visiting the united states uh and you know we're in vermont so you figure vermont's you know quiet state there yeah. shouldn't be too much crime or whatever it is and this guy just you know he had he had some animus toward them and uh he shot three people and and, and, and it looks like two of them are going to recover the other person of course had a, had a bone in his spine, so that's kind of yeah. problematic. But it's really uh, interesting. And then, of course, you have um, with the with the Jewish population in our country uh, a huge uh, increase in anti-Semitism. Yeah. Uh, but but like like the uh, 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 Palestinian men who had nothing to do with Hamas or. or the, the people who live in, here had nothing to do with what, what you know was going on in in, in the Middle East, um, but I think, I think ultimately, I think those the things that are happening in the Middle East were were, were just an excuse for the feelings that a lot of people always felt. Yeah, and that's and and they've used these what what's going on there as a as a justification. Um, you know, for, for, for that kind of behavior. And, of course, the other thing that's interesting, too, and, and uh, uh, there was a great article by Mike Bloomberg uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in his magazine about, mm -hmm. about guns. And, again, we see another example of some obviously profoundly disturbed person, yeah. and they're able to get a hold of a firearm. And, and that ties into, that ties into uh, a study... Uh, that was released a few days ago, having to do with suicide, mm. and we we had the biggest amount of people commit suicide in 2022 than has ever been recorded. Okay, so that so that's one interesting thing. We had a huge jump in suicide among women, 25 to 34, mm. and teen suicide. Yeah. But the really, really interesting thing, beside all those other things, was the vast majority of suicide was suicide by gun. So, again, the availability of these weapons. Yeah. You have a person who's disturbed or depressed, what have you, and um, it's become normalized in a sense. Yeah, I want to see, like, 
I guess what the excuse would be to keep these guns, you know? Because you know how they're, they're always like, the government's always like, oh, like, or like the right wing parties are like, oh, we need the guns to like protect ourselves. Okay, but these guns are like killing your kids. Yeah. Yeah, Your kids yeah. get a hold of these guns and they end up shooting themselves. Like, how does that make you feel? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's a movie. There's a movie and, and, and you know, I, I, I wasn't able to show it in, in this semester, but I, 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 I would like to show it in the future uh-huh. called The Sun. It's oh, called mm-hmm. The Sun. And it addresses, what you're, it addresses what you're saying that, you know, and as as Mike Bloomberg says in his his article, there's no purpose for a lot of these guns. Yeah, they're not they're not guns to protect the house. They're not guns to hunt. They're guns, basically military style guns, to kill as many people and maim as many people in as short a time as possible. Yeah. So so what is the societal what is the societal benefit of of that? I think I think that the Democratic Party. Uh, to a large extent, has not been as um, aggressive yeah. about opposing this. Uh, I, I think that's that's one of the problems. I think it, it should be something that um, comes up repeatedly in Congress yeah. about you know what's going on. But it is there's an indifference to there's an indifference to uh, the human suffering yeah. of of all these families. Who have to deal with, you know, suicide in the family, mm-hmm. and then there's an indifference also to the families who, like in Uvalde, in El Paso, yeah. in Pittsburgh with the synagogue. We could be here till next week, <laughs> but but there's that indifference. There's a societal indifference, yeah, uh, and 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 that really ties into a story that I, that came. Up, that I never knew about, which we had, we had discussed previously, having to do with the military. Mm-hmm. So the military, you know, has uh, all these weapons of, um, and you call them mass destruction. Yep. But one of the one of the weapons that's been a common weapon for many many years is the rocket launcher. It, it's 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 a shoulder fired rocket launcher uh-huh. that the the uh, uh, soldiers use, and they did a study about the impact on the soldiers who were using the uh, uh, rocket launcher. Uh-huh. And the, the, the unequivocal uh, um, um, conclusion that they reached was it was very, very dangerous, that it was, it was harmful to the brain. It caused all kinds of brain uh, abnormalities, uh, CTE and depression and all, all the rest of it. This was quite a while ago. And then they, I guess they had done another study, and the other study confirmed the first study mm-hmm. that it was endangering uh, our men and women in the, in the military. Okay. So the natural uh, question would be, well, if that's the case, then what, are, what is the military doing about trying to create something that would be safer for our soldiers? And the answer basically is nothing. They, <laughs> they, don't, they don't care for the soldiers. They, they, they're still using, they're still using the same rocket launchers. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, that's the problem. 
See, that's the problem. It, 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 it's, it's the problem in the military. It's the problem in, uh, uh, throughout our society that people are just indifferent. Like, people, people just don't care. People don't care until it happens to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, it, what makes it even more egregious is it's the military. Yeah. It's the people who— Are supposed to be protecting us. Yeah, they're, they're our protectors, the men and women who are you know, in, the, in the military and in, in all the different uh, you know, branches of the military. And then you have a situation where um, it's, it's clearly been scientifically proven that they've been harmed. And you figure, well, it would certainly be a priority of the of, of the government of of the, of the defense department to to try to um, take know, care of them, take care of them, and they don't they haven't done anything, you know. I remember when my father was alive, mm-hmm. and and my father was a vet, and he had been in the military for a number of years, and I had to get some supplies from my dad at one of the. The VA hospitals. This was in New York City. Uh huh. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. I couldn't believe. I could not believe in in, in our country, of, of of all those service people that served our country, the conditions that the hospital was was existing under, mm-hmm. and how repeatedly, time after time after time, the veterans groups have protested. Against the inferior medical care of the of the Veterans Administration, and this is something that there's no Jewish, Muslim, woman, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. It's against all these people who served our country. Yeah, and they have like no, um, just no inclination to 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 help them. And I and this is where we get back again to the institutions mm-hmm. that people that people uh, are indifferent. And I think another thing that's really interesting about it too is you have basically a volunteer army in this country. Yeah. So that seems in some way to people to release their obligation to care about those men and women who volunteered to serve, that they're even more remote from what the military is doing. It's a very bizarre thing because, you know, it used to be um, when when I was growing up, um, that you had a draft, yeah, and you know the people were drafted, and you know you went into the service. But isn't it isn't it even an even greater uh, uh, compliment to those people who would volunteer to serve in our military uh, that, that don't have to, but they want to make that a career mm-hmm. in, in the various forces of, of our military, and. Um, it, it, it doesn't seem like people have any connection to it. You know, who do they think is protecting them? Exactly. You know? Like, yeah, what happens if, until our, like, protection is gone? What happens, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, of course, of course, you know? And I, and I think that um, in one of the movies that we saw, I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, The Ides of March, Mm-hmm. Where you know uh, he's he uh, the, the, the main character sits down with the woman who's the reporter, and he's lauding this man Mike Morris and saying he's great and he's going to make change and uh, you know et cetera et cetera, and the woman like dismisses him. The woman says like are you are you you must be choking yeah and that you know these people 
they don't believe in anything. They believe in just, you know. In their own power. Their own power. I mean, for every, for every um, Bernie Sanders or Mitt Romney or Liz Cheney, there's a hundred people who don't care at all. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, it's, it's interesting because there used to be people who were very, um, I don't know how to put it, dedicated and mm-hmm. people who were, who really believed in certain principles. Yeah. You know, and, and through, the, through their belief in the principles, they were able to enact legislation for voting and, and, and civil rights and, and you know, women's mm-hmm. rights and all the rest of these things. And um, now it's like when you observe what's going on there, you say, well, what is this about? It's it's just like a it's almost like a, like a reality show. Yeah, that, actually, yeah. You know, they're all threatening one another and they're gonna fight with one another. You know, and I and I and I guess I I guess that's become normalized somehow. I mean, it's not normal, but it, it's it's really sad that it's normal. You know, no, like normal in quotation marks. Yeah, but but um, you know, Liz Cheney, uh, her book came out. Oh. And it, it's interesting. It's interesting because she was always a very conservative person, Liz Cheney. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, her father was the vice president, and you know, the, 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 he he was very conservative. But I mean, she just turned against it, though. She just she said, you know, the, the, what's what's happening in the country, particularly the Republican Party. She she just she just walked away from it. She said, I can't, yeah. I can't. You know uh, um, what shall we say? Uh, go go along with it. But um, one of the one of the things now, you know, we're talking about all these different things in the country is the justice system, and 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 the complete inequality of the justice system. Now I'm an att- yeah. I'm an attorney, and I, I I you know went to law school and all that, and you know you're 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 going to go into a, a, the professional world uh, as a, yeah. as an accountant and everything. Uh, it was only really, it was only really, till I got into academia. Despite all the, you know, experience I had in these different things, mm-hmm. I never realized it was this bad. Though, I yeah. mean, I knew it was bad. I knew, you know, from being in, you know, doing work in the justice system and everything. I knew that there was inequality, but it's gotten real bad. Though it's gotten so bad that you have people now who are basically criminal, and they're walking around campaigning. I mean, how how is that possible? How is that possible? How is it possible for someone? How is it possible for? There's a great movie. If you ever, if, if our, our listeners want to see a great movie, it's called Reality. The name of the movie is Reality, mm-hmm. and it's about this woman whose name was Reality Winner. Oh, and she worked for the government, and um, she she uh, I guess uh, considered herself a whistleblower, and she transmitted one document. One document to this to this media organization. She went to prison for five years. What? Yeah, she went to prison for five years. <laughs> for five years for one document. For one document, and and you have and you have a situation now where where where, where the uh, FBI and the Justice Department, you know, go into a home and there's documents all over the place, all over the place, secret documents, marked secret, highly secret, top secret, and. Nothing is done. Nothing is done. So the people see that. The, 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 the danger of that is that people see that the law is a joke. 
Yeah. Basically. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing in the criminal law. It's the same thing in the criminal law. You see people who are, uh, you know, minority people, mm-hmm. uh, black people, uh, 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 Hispanic Latino, people, yeah. Asian people, what have you, indigenous American people uh, who get arrested for something and they can't make bail. And they're, um, they're in jail for... Who knows how long. Who knows how long. And then on top of that, if they do get, like, declared like, guilty, then yeah. it's, like, even more of a sentence. Sure, yeah. So they're actually serving a longer sentence than... Than they, what they might be, than, like, given for, yeah. They ordinarily would, of course. Yes, that's the other crazy thing, though, that's going on. But I think that... I think that uh, um, we're going to be... Our country is going to be tested... Uh, when these trials actually come to fruition, yeah, uh, because um, th- there is going to, there has to be at some point uh, a statement by the society and by the justice system that certain things are wrong. Yeah, you know, which doesn't seem to be, you know, and I don't, I don't understand, um, I don't understand the support of a lot of people. For this kind of behavior, when they know that it's wrong, though, yeah, I, I, can't, I don't understand yeah, either. Yeah, I can't believe, I can't believe that any right-minded person would have seen what happened on January sixth and thought that was correct. I mean, that can't be because there, clearly there was something that happened that day. Yeah, not only that, but how can you stand for a guy that's like actually a criminal, a fraud, basically? Because yeah. I know that there's a lot of people who are like, oh, like. We like him because he's different. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. Yeah. But his business is fake. <laughs> his financials are fake. Well, my my thought my thought my thought on it is this: uh, politics brings forth a lot of different people. Yeah. Who get into politics, and you know, my problem is though. My problem is though. Um, you can't, you can't um, have in office someone who basically believes that the Constitution and the right of elect election is not to be obeyed, yeah. and that a person could just go out and say, "Well, you know, I believe that you know it was fake and all the rest of stuff." The system of justice in 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 2000 in the 2020 election was was fulfilled because in many many courts unanimously both republican and democratic courts in numerous states mm-hmm. in in federal in federal uh, courts as well unanimously found unanimously found that there was no election fraud okay then you have the whole situation where uh, people are having this riot, and uh, even if you gave even if you gave the ex president the, the the benefit of the doubt, which is pushing it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I, I would be willing to extend the, 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 uh, some of his supporters say he didn't know what was going to happen. Okay, maybe maybe that was possible. But once it happened, then you have to use the full resources of the government and the military to bring order. And what's very fascinating to me on that day was that it was Mike Pence 
it was it was Nancy Pelosi, it was Mitch McConnell and all these people who were really the ones who got the who started the impetus to get military support and all the rest of that to get to the Capitol uh, to aid the uh, 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 police officers who were there, yeah. who were heroic, yeah. who were heroic. So, you know, anytime somebody talks to me about color or any of the rest of those things, my thing is, yeah, okay, the vast majority of those officers were, were, were black or Latino yeah. that day. They saved our democracy. Yeah, for and, sure. And they saved the lives of all these people. So, so don't tell me about the color of their skin because that's, <laughs> that's insulting, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're, gonna, uh, we're going to uh, uh, f- face these issues relatively soon. And uh, it's going to be a tremendous uh, strain on the fabric of the country if if all these people would still support someone who might even be convicted. Yeah, a full on criminal. Yeah, well, you know what a what a what a joke. Like honestly, well, the system of justice has to work, though. Yeah, you know, if the system of justice works, I mean, even if he was found innocent, if yeah, I mean. Even if he was found innocent, all right, the system of justice is working because it was brought before the court yeah, yeah. and the jury decided. But you get the feeling with a lot of these people that they don't respect the justice system at all. So, you know, they would they would uh, not, not abide by that either. Well, listen, we've, uh, we've enjoyed uh, uh, talking to all of you out there. And uh, we uh, look forward to uh, speaking to you again uh, next week. Good yeah. night. Good night. Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us at TAMG1, that is T-A-M-G-1, at unlv.nevada.edu, or to contact Professor Charles Stanton at charles.stanton at unlv.edu. See See you you next time. time.